Blog Talk Radio. This is the Relatively Black, Latin Black uh, Podcast. We're back, we back again. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. Uh, shit, tonight, is, you know, we're giving you a, a roundtable type of situation. Um, so this is unedited. This is unscripted. This is off the books. My niggas cooking a baby back rib right now. Uh, I'm messing around with the website. Uh, shit, I got a... Yeah, yeah, we all the way on. We all the way on. What's good with you, Jay? Oh man, as you said, uh, got me a baby back rib. I'm in the garage right now. That's that's my studio for the time being. Got a baby back rib on the grill. Uh, kind of watching the rainfall. Ready to talk some some Black Panther. It's a bit overdue. You know, everybody has already put out their critiques, but ain't none of them gonna be like ours. I guarantee you. So I'm ready to get into it, man. So look, uh, before we get right into it, if you if you start if you start listening to us through, through these first shows, you'll learn that we we learn it as we go. So the intro, I don't know if you noticed, it was a little bit of silence there. Uh, so I didn't know that I had to press play. I thought it was just gonna automatically play. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah, so I fucked up a bit right there. But uh, how you feel about that intro? I loved it. I loved the few seconds of it. That's let, exactly let me, what we were looking for. Let me try something there. I can play it again. Let me see. Kind of shit, skirt, nigga. There it is. I'm saying that I can, we, we, we can do all kind of little functions, uh, messing around a little bit. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Blog man. Talk, man. Shout out to Blog Talk for uh, giving this platform for young entrepreneurs like ourselves to, you know, make our voice heard. Shout out to uh, Blog Talk. That's what's up. Shit, uh. What I want to do, if you don't mind, real quick, I'd like to get your perspective on. Uh, I guess I guess we can start getting into it because that's what I'm gonna ask you. What what's the what's the temperature out there on, on, on Twitter, the social the social uh, universe? Uh, give it to me from, from day one when. Uh, Black Panther dropped, and I love this one kind of forever. I just seen that as a uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Give it to me the, the, the vibe day that it dropped, you know, guide you through the first week, second week, until today, out of, out of uh, over a billion dollars in ticket sales. Yeah, man, it seems to me the temperature on Twitter and uh, social media is that 
you know, black people was really up for it. So a lot of the conversation was like, and before we get into too many deep or too many nuances of it, I'll just generally cover the surface. But uh, black people was up for it, man. And so there were some black people like myself who were caught off guard by this, um, by how people wanted to go to the go to the theater with the daishiki on all of a sudden. And you know, and then I fall in that that um, that category of people who were like, okay, so if, if this is something that we're gonna be uniting for, maybe we should have more thorough conversations. But again, these are nuances that we'll talk about later. But um, overall, man, it was just a fundamental, uh, a, a great turnout for the black community. I mean, you have to think back some time ago for where we showed up for something and showed out for something, how we did for uh, Black Panther. Um, I, I can't remember the last off the top of my head, but we definitely showed up. I mean, you can't get us to go to a, a Black Lives Matter rally. You can't get us, I mean, maybe the last time we showed up like this was in 2008 when Barack was nominated. We showed up at the polls. We showed up at the polls like this. But uh, since since this movie hit theaters, it's pre-screenings, it's been nothing but great reviews on the side of black people. However, however, you have this other uh, side of the fence of people who say, you know, damn, can can we not even give it a fair critique? Because black people wasn't having it. You know, the shit was like uh, cursing someone's mom if you said Black Panther wasn't good or the shit was trash. Niggas was not having it. Like, nigga, the sounding reply from each, every black person was like the movie was amazing. Wasn't nothing wrong with it, nigga. And, you know, I, I felt like there was some some white people out there who, who wanted to say, well, you know, maybe this and maybe that. But they knew better. They knew to be uh, appropriate in this instance, and they just stood on down and let it ride. Um but overall, I say from its beginning until now, it's been nothing but a, a, a great turnout. It's made, I don't know how much money. I know it was last I checked, uh, had the second highest opening weekend in box office history. Uh, made over, I don't, I don't want to quote any numbers because they keep changing. But globally, it made crazy money, like real after Avatar and things of this nature and so, yeah, overall, man, I think that the movie has had a, a, a great um, turnout and people have had a, a – shit, I'm searching for words. But overall, it's just been good. It's been a good thing, and I think we can build from it. So, now, I know you from, from the, the level of getting into this movie. So I was there when you know, you, was, you know, debating whether we should – just as a, as a uniting, or not use it, but should it even be the uniting factor? This is coming off a conversation about black excellence, and Jay Z did the show, and you know, there's a lot of you know question as to you know what black excellence is. Does Jay Z represents the, the the true nature of the people, and you know, it's coming off a big big conversation, um, and then Black Panther hit. And it, like you said, the Dashikis came out. And, uh, you know, there was dancing, and, you know, black people was going in droves to see it. And I felt like at that point, 
what made you change your 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 process? Why do you change? Why do you come to the dark side? Why do you come to Wakanda? Well, you know, I could have stayed over on the side where I was like, you know, oh really? This what we going this what we gonna turn up, this what we gonna turn out for. We can't get nobody down to the city hall to have any conversations about bettering education in the inner cities. We can't talk about vocational training for job prep. We can't talk about nothing, you know. And I've, you know, a guy like me comes across a lot of information out there. They got it's projected in 2053 that the average income for a household of a black family is zero. So things like this really worry me. And so I feel like we can't get no black people together to talk about these type of issues, actually having a skill to, like, developing skills within the community to be able to have a career, just a plethora of things we could be talking about. So initially, I'm slightly offended by niggas wanting to, this what we going to get together for, a motherfucking movie? You know what I mean? So I'm a, I'm slightly offended at first. However, I had to digress because, for one, I really don't have much of a choice because niggas was doing it regardless. Um, and secondly, I, I felt like any meeting point is better than no meeting. And then also there's a bunch of nuances such as identity uh, that play into Black Panther that's more than tangible things like talking about. Uh, projected incomes or uh, education within the inner city, these type of things. Uh, just something that is almost untangible as being able, able to identify with Africa proudly is worth something. So I have to fall back and, and take what's being given. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to down about it. So uh, I know we're waiting on a couple of callers. Um, I don't, I, I don't want to get too deep, but then again, I don't want to wait for these niggas. Um, the movie itself, what? What you think? What, what you? Now I've seen it twice. I know you've at least seen it once. And without the, the social media conjecture, what did you? personally think about the movie, the storyline that affects the movie in, in its entirety. Well well let me you know, I know like you said, we waiting for some homies right now. So let me just ask you this. Let's 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 have a little fun for a second. Now they say this Chadrick Bozeman nigga can't shake off that African accent. They say this nigga everywhere still talking about some I don't know. And with that fucked up ass African So so let me let me ask you, whose African accent was worth Will Smith in Concussion or the, all these niggas in this motherfucking... Because uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker's African accent was atrocious. The shit was terrible. Forrest Whitaker's shit was horrible. So how who was better? Because Will Smith's shit was terrible in Concussion, too. Uh, and, 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 I, and I'm by no means like a, a scholar when it comes to... African accents. Uh, I think that uh, shit, man. I, don't I mean, know, Eddie bro. Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Arsenio, for some reason, and coming to America towards the end of the movie, you were believing the shit. I think it's all African to me because I kind of like Forrest Whitaker's accent. Oh, 
it was terrible. It was. It's like, but it's levels to that shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, even even that. Uh, I forget the comedian's name. Uh, the African guy uh, that got on there about Kevin Hart having Mike something. Blackson. Um, Blackson. Blackson. Yeah. Um, like, it all sound like him to me. You see what I mean? And and, and even uh, the, the uh, I forget her name. She played Nikita. She's actually African. You know what I mean? And, and it was it was vibing to me, to be honest with you. Nah, man. These niggas, they all sound like Tay Diggs from Stella Got Her Groove Back. You know what I mean? They all using that smooth. Like, every African ain't got that, yes. It is my pleasure. You know, they ain't all sounding like that. Some of them got a deeper shit. to They ain't all got this smooth type of, my pleasure to talk to you. They, everybody don't fucking talk and sound like that. What about my nigga Mbaku? Mbaku. Mbaku. What his name is? Yeah, uh, Mbaku. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Exactly, exactly. But he wasn't <laughs> he nothing but a big-ass L.A. nigga. He wasn't nothing but an L.A. nigga, you know, Putting a little twist on this shit. <laughs> hey man, I, I listened to that nigga how he really talked. God damn, he hurt my feelings. Man. I don't know if he, he's gay or what, but yeah, they say he be looking mad, hella spicy in pictures. Like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm not the biggest baddest African out. And, uh, and it was funny that a lot of people associated with him. Now, I didn't like that, and I don't know why so many people did, but he ended up being like one of the fan faves when said and done. Was it just the – now, Did what did he bring, comedy relief? Uh, yeah, that um, – a great deal of honor type of type of work because, you know, he could have took the, took, took the, uh, the herb – and, you know, got the power of the Black Panther and, you know, whooped old boy ass and been the king. Um, you know, so it's kinda you you you, you had a, a some respect for him, um, you know, for, for looking out for Takala's ass. I think it was mostly because them niggas wasn't nothing but a gang of big ass Q dogs coming in to our who? Who? Oh yeah. Yeah, niggas like, oh, that's Q-Dogs right there. That's for sure. You know, I know what that is. Yeah, they came in happy with that. That was good. I mean, I, I liked it. You know, I liked them as a, in, that, in that role for sure. Um, as far as the actors go, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not really a – I mean, I get like a concussion. I guess why I, it was so unbelievable – I don't know if it was a terrible accent. It was just like Will Smith doing it. You know what I mean? Like, he just wasn't believable as an African doctor. You know what I mean? So I I, I can't really tell if it was, you know, just my, uh, you know, the way I view Will Smith over the years. You know, that's always the Fresh Prince to me. But I mean, uh, Chadwick Boseman ain't shit, but James Brown doing it. Yeah, but you know, you don't got so much history with the nigga. Now, even when he was James Brown, he had some wild ass South nigga shit going on. You know, so you know, you you haven't fully like typecast him yet. You know, now now what's gonna be hard is for him not to be Black Panther. 
You know what I'm saying? That's going to be hard to he see. He James to me. He James to me, man. Certain niggas, when they play that role, it don't matter. I mean, Chris Tucker did not ever associate with any more Fridays because he didn't want to be known as Smokey. Now, Chris Tucker went on to make really good money doing three of them rush hours, maybe four of them. It was even a rush hour cartoon, nigga. I've seen a rush hour cartoon before. But uh, the nigga, but he's still fucking Smokey. Ain't nothing he can ever do to get away from being Smokey in my eyes. Uh, but do you think internationally he known as Smokey in the bigger picture? No, but uh, nigga, nigga world he is. Oh, uh, international okay. nigga world. But that's fine. And I think about that. Like, you know, Ice Cube, I don't know, but he fucks me up when I really think about the cat. And, I, and I'm all for growth and all of that good stuff, you know. Um, but I kind of be like, damn, Cube, are we there yet, my nigga? Wow, I get it. But damn, are we are there we yet? Huh? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I can't really. That's that good crossover, Jack. I mean, Cube then went from, you know, gangster type or whatever in environment on Friday to fucking Triple X where he likes some cop kick-ass, badass nigga to Are We There Yet where he's wholesome family guy doing shit and to principal nigga at some school shit. Man, that nigga, that nigga good, homie. That nigga good. That nigga good. Uh, now, I get it. I guess I'm looking at it as I'm being some bullshit because I want him to still be a gangster halfway. But I, I, I would appreciate and respect the growth, man. I mean, Ice Cube has a fucking son that's out here damn near 30. Yeah, I mean, that's come true. On. I mean, O'Shea is actually on the radio and Power One. No, O'Shea's on uh, 710 every day, on 710 doing sports talk every day. Uh, there is. Yeah, he is. This nigga branching out, man. These niggas are smart. And you know, Ice Cube is doing has the big three shit on channel what was it, seven? You know, that that was pretty successful this past year, coming back for a second season. And it seems so to be expanding. Okay. okay. Yeah, and and seems to be expanding, starting to get bigger names like Lamar Odom's coming to play. Uh now you, you pick Kobe if you down to do this shit? Uh, not no time soon. They didn't gave you know them crackers then gave Kobe a goddamn Oscar just here recently. So you know Kobe Kobe caught up in his right and shit right now. Kobe got an Oscar for a short a short did you, documentary. Uh, did you did you uh, read Dear Basketball? Oh yeah, that shit old. Yeah, yeah now I, I know. Yeah, I guess like I, I don't know. I didn't see a documentary, but. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying I ain't said that guy even know the shit was out, so I was a little surprised at the Oscar for now, Kobe got several documentaries, The Muse, that one's with like Spike Lee, I believe, and then he got several like short basketball documentaries and shit and okay. So he's still he's still you know, he's transitioning into Writing and screenplay, but still using basketball as the the crutch to get there. So you know, Kobe said that he's every day he's writing short novels, and so he's trying to transition from basketball, but he's still using basketball. He won still for basketball as the content. 
You know, right. so he's trying to storytell though. He don't want to have to use basketball. Right. Uh, so I got I got my cat calling in. It's my cat uh, Mike from Law. Uh, Mike from Compton, actually. CPT, uh, huh? CPT, CPT. I'm bringing mom. Mike from Mike from Compton. What's good? What's going on, brother? Hello. Pleasure to your show, yeah. man. I, I, I love all right, it. all right. My nigga Mike, what's happening? What's happening, Mike? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. We got you. What's good with it, man? I really. I'm good, man. How about you guys, man? How's your day? How you enjoying this uh this uh this California weather <laughs> out here? Shit. I was out here today in the rain with fucking shorts on, player. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> That's how we do it in California. Kind of, yeah, man. Like, and then mad because it was raining, but didn't change my shit when I went back outside again. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah, this ain't no real rain, man. man. This a little baby shower out here. This ain't no real rain, you know what I mean? It's Did just guys, it ain't even it, it ain't even really an inconvenience out here. Just getting the street wet, kind of refreshing. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, kind of getting washing all the pee off the sidewalk from the uh, the transients that done put it out there for us. You know, it, 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 it makes it a little bit more fresh. You know, the atmosphere for a couple of days. Uh, we'll be yeah, back yeah, in California yeah. sooner or later. So, Mike, Mike, let me do something. Because I, I brought you on the wrong way. Brought you on the wrong yeah. way, so I'm going to do a redo, a live redo, okay? So, so, yes, sir. so just hang on, and I'm going to bring you on again. Jay. Right. Wow. Heavy Jay, we got my player coming on. My player coming on. And I'm gonna hit him with this because he a player for he a play he's a cop but he he gonna understand it. Oh, hey. oh. now my player Mike's in the building. That's Rose. That's Rose. Ha ha ha! Yeah, man. That's for them real old ladies out there. Hey, that's when gangsters could dance. That's, that's, <laughs> or that, they could that's that gangster two-step. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey. That's what it was. <laughs> so so, so we was gonna we was gonna get into this Black Panther man, and um, okay, I know you haven't I know you haven't seen it. So what the fuck? Hey, hold yeah. up, hold up, Mike, Mike, what's going on, Mike? Why haven't you seen it? Well, unfortunately, my brethren. I have no excuse. I mean, that is something that I needed. I should have done a couple weeks ago, but I will definitely be seeing it this week for sure. So we can touch base. Oh, but I mean, from what I understand, the meaning is, you know, it's it's a little bit more than what we look at it as a superhero, some sort of like Marvel, uh, uh, comic, you know, um, personality, but. The meaning is supposed to be more than that, right? Well, Mike, uh, goddamn. Hold on, Mike. See, now, see, I'm thinking of, like, we got to take Mike into nigger court. You know, this one thing we're going to do on the on the show, and uh, 
we got to pull Mike in and be like, you know, at this point, anybody black who ain't seen mm-hmm. Black Panther, you you got to be telling me like one of the kids was sick last weekend or so. I mean, God, <laughs> Mike, how have you? I mean, God damn, man. I mean, every nigga on no, earth has seen Black Panther. Even, yeah, they everybody has them. But they've been, you know, they've been given good. I mean, obviously it's supposed to have been seen already, but it's just something I was lacking in. I kind of, you know, I figured, well, I'll see it when I get a chance to. But, uh, nah, it, 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 it's, it's something that, especially for our people right now, to have a superhero that's actually being broadcast like so mainstream and I didn't go support it, that's, that's all bad on my end. But it will happen soon, you know what I mean? So, so, what have you heard about the movie? Uh, for the most part, uh, I can tell you, you know, the storyline is supposed to be more than meets the eyes, you know. It's something that we all can kind of, because, you know, as far as being black in America, we all are waiting for our turn, basically. We waited for our turn to shine and basically, uh, you know, see something like this come up is it's so bomb because they've always surprised us. You never seen a black Superman or black Batman or black Wonder Woman. Nothing with color to it. So now they finally gave us our shine. You know, and uh, I'm looking forward so, to actually checking it out. So, do you think that now we were having a discussion at uh, some point about this impact and how the black community is reacting? So when you now I know you haven't seen a movie, but like when you see the the social media of black folks out in dashikis and dancing and going hard in the paint, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean it's coincidentally right around the time the ending of uh you know Black History Month, you know everything you know kind of all played itself in the same little time frame, but um. I think it is time for us to be more aware of where we came from. And then, you know, that's what it kind of seems like they're leading to with that movie, if I'm mistaken. Um, and then just talking hey, about so you know, the positive things instead of the gangster rap stuff, you know, all the time. And so we Mike, all so Mike, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this, though, Mike, because so you haven't seen you haven't seen the movie but you you've said twice now that you hear that it's more to it than meets the eye. So to you, yes, sir. have not seen the movie, not seen the movie yet. What does that kind of uh, imply to you? From sources that I need to pay attention to it because it's not just going to be something that you can look at and say, okay, well this is it. Kind of like uh, the intricate plot that may be there, something that you know I won't be expecting to see. I got to look a little deeper, you know. Mm, very interesting. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because so I'm going to have to look a little deeper. I can't just say, oh, it's what it is, you know. So so then that that's a perfect segue, and we can kind of get into some topics about it then. Because so like Mike said, more to it than meets the eye. So let's discuss, let's discuss one of them things that are more to it than meets the eyes. And this is – uh, one of the things that's more to it than meets the eye, uh, you you gonna have a thing that resonates within you while watching the the movie, that that's a sense of pride is gonna come through you. Now, Wakanda is a fictional place in Africa. However, 
it still is something that is great in Africa. With that said, you, you do get a sense of pride when you watch it. It, it makes you feel like, yeah, we smart too when, when, the, when the little sister chick is smart and shit like that. That makes you feel like, yeah, we got motherfuckers who's, you know, amongst the most brilliant people in the world too. We got the flyest technology, nigga. We got the flyest shit. So there is a part of you, and that's one of them things that when uh, people are telling you, that it's more to meet the eye. I think the uh, the identity of pride in um, Africanism, if if that's a thing to some degree, that come up in that. Yeah, well, that we already know in in real life. Even though you said it's a fictional place, that on the planet, and we are much more than entertainers and and you know think you know basically. Basically, show off footballs and run real fast and stuff. We've built things all all over the just from everything. Like you know, we got all kind of different things that we've built, um, and and then we're going to keep building things. You know, of course, that's just what we are. Really interesting. You know, we uh, we like to uh, we're really like innovative with as far as picking up things and saying, well, let me make it like this. Let me try this. Let me put this out there. Think about it like this. I'm pretty sure. Black women didn't know that building a weave was going to go on to every race of people. And coincidentally, you see somebody else of other ethnicity, and you don't even know they have a weave. But we probably started yeah. that, I'm pretty sure. You know, started that, and then they, everybody else took it and ran with it, used their own hair. It's like, oh, well, it's natural. Nobody even knows that their hair is not natural. The sister started that up, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. My nigga, so what you feel feel about that part of it? What you feel about that part of it, Eugene? Like uh, the the part of uh, the symbolism of like pride to being black or African to some degree? Uh, Well, yeah, man. I I think that it's there and it's important. Uh, I I think that it's a terrible thing when you deprive a race. Of, of that sort of symbolism in this world as it stands. Um, you got, you know, you got Superman flying around, you know, you got Batman, all the, all the characters. Um, and, and for a white kid, kid, that symbolizes a level of greatness. You know, that, that superhero looks like me. You know, yep. those smart exactly. people, Tony exactly. looks like me. I am Tony Stark, you know what I mean? And I think that's important, man. And I think that, that for years and years and years, uh, America and Hollywood, um, you know, they tried their best not to, 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 to let us see those things, those examples. And, and, and that was one of the things that I was so happy about the movie because the example of a black superhero was great. It was positive. They were smart. They were intelligent. They were caring. You know, they were family oriented. These are all attributes that, you know, I try to teach uh, my kids, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I was definitely with it. Ah, uh, so, yes, yes. another, another, hold on, another nuance, another nuance that he just mentioned, caring. So, here's a thing that went over people's head. And, and, and I felt like they were trying to point a a finger at at white people when they did this because they were saying, you know what, we got the flyest shit in the world. 
But see, in actuality, it's the white people who have the flyers, like in real life. But they were saying, we don't want to hurt nobody with our shit. We don't want to distribute it. You know, that's not what we're about. And I felt like when they kept kind of reanimating that, that sentiment in the movie, it was kind of pointing at at white people. Did you feel that, my nigga? Uh, no. And I, but thinking about it now, I could definitely understand that sentiment, and, and, and I would agree with it. But at the time, um, no, I think more so, I, I, I felt the sentiment of um, uh, that that uh, arrogant whiteness, you know, that uh, what, when the uh, reporter at the end asked him, what does your third world country have to offer the world, you know what I mean? And it was like, of course, you're you're not doper than us. You know, yeah. even even with the even with the the white uh, CIA guy, it was like, you know, whatever, nigga, get out my way. You know what I'm saying? I think it spoke to that privilege and that that assumption that we're we're the best. Um, yeah, I, and that's what I'm alluding to. That's exactly what I'm alluding to, it, because they they implied it several times in the movie. Like, no, we ain't like that. We don't. We ain't like that. And it, and it to me it spoke to how black people are, and it spoke to like if we were if we had the cards white people have in today's society, such as you know the power, or we we don't I don't know if we ever have the ability to enslave at the level they enslaved us at. So it spoke to, so to me it always felt like they were saying we ain't like y'all, you know we ain't like y'all. They kept they kept. Doing that, if you ask me, did you, you didn't feel that? Again, in hindsight, I, I wish when it was when I was watching it that didn't cross my mind. If I'm gonna be honest, um, mm-hmm. but 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 we've had this conversation several times uh, about how we couldn't kill babies and for nothing, and kill kids and just random people because we're mad because you're white. Americanized Killmonger, and all he wanted to do was get it popping, and so yeah. he represented America, and that's how y'all is, you know what I mean? But yeah. well, we got this shit that yeah. can dominate the world, but we ain't gonna use it to dominate. Yeah, we're so, loving so, people. So we down part of So. And we could put this in terms because Marsh didn't see the movie, and mm-hmm. and, I, and I and I like him to chime in on, on the the subjects though. So it's 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 untainted black man versus tainted black man, Mike. It's it's black man that didn't have to deal with racism or, or poverty or any restrictions versus black man that dealt with racism, uh, slavery. Poverty, drugs, one, gangs. One, one more time, one, two. I said so. So to, to put it in terms that you can understand, because you didn't see the movie. What do you think about black man from America? 
that that's been touched by slavery, poverty, gangs, and all the shit that touch us here, versus black man that's never had to deal with slavery, poverty, or the destruction of his his race and family. What is what that clash happens? What is what does that clash look like in your eyes? Well, you you're you're talking about dealing with a damaged individual, even if they weren't actually damaged themselves. Over as speaking as an African American, uh, versus someone who's almost like a new start. So so we'll give you this, okay? Think about it this way: when the Africans from Africa come over to America, in their mind, there's no stopping them. So therefore, they're mostly successful, right? They're mostly doing some good things. They're, they start a business. They get some things cracking. Because in their mind, there's no limitations. This is the land of opportunity. They don't know about the prejudice and the, 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 the blatant holdbacks that we're, they're going to be set for when they come over here. They don't understand that. But we've been dealing with it for hundreds of years. So we know what to expect. We know it when we see it. When we go to the store and somebody has an attitude with us versus Something as simple as them going to a store and saying, hello, welcome to such and such, to the first person before you, and then you step up and they just look at you like, what do you want? Little things like that you have to deal with here. And we've dealt with that so long, we know what we're up against. That's why we train our kids. When we get to a certain age, all of us being fathers, we tell our kids, this is what you're going to have to deal with so that they're not blindsided. Now, someone from another country like Africa that comes over here, they hear about it, but they don't actually experience it until they get here. And in their mind, since they haven't experienced it so much, they say, well, you know what, that's an obstacle that I'm going to go around. But sometimes us as being African-Americans and dealing with it so much, we kind of get weighed down with it. We get frustrated with it. Sometimes we act in a stereotypical way that we're supposed to act, that we're not supposed to act. So... That, that's the difference between me. It's kind of like having somebody that's used and abused, the fresh worker, coming over here. You know, okay, that's awesome. so let me jump in here. Let me jump in. So that, that, that's an interesting nuance that I can, I can dive into right there. Uh, I, I'll briefly address it by saying that's actually what, what separates us. That's why, see, we as, as African Americans, we're the problem amongst uh, bridging all the gaps of people who ascend from African heritage. You know why we're the problem? Do either of you know why we're the problem and won't let these gaps be bridged? No, sir. The reason we're the problem is because we think we own blackness. And the reason we think we own blackness as Africans Americans because we endured the slavery. So an exactly. African man who stayed in Africa... An African man who stayed in Africa didn't endure this American slavery, which was regarded as some of the most harsh slavery in world history. So, in world history, so exactly. When, when, so when the English black guy, the, the Britain black guy, want to be down with us, we like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. When when Africans want to come <laughs> over and be down with us, when exactly. African want to be down, we like, nigga, get your, nigga, we own blackness. As African Americans, when when Caribbean cat want to be down, when Jamaican cat want to be down, we like nigga, 
you ain't like me. Get out of here with that shit. Because you, you didn't go through this, you didn't go through that Jim Crow, nigga. Can I ask you a question, uh, Jake? Do you think that there's mm-hmm. strong resentment because they didn't actually endure or are enduring that to this day for the most part that we expect them to, you know, have know about oh this and that they've had to go through this and that little things that we can remember as a child growing up. Do you think, like, for instance, I was a kid one time. I was in an area where I fit the description. I went to jail for no apparent reason at all but looking like somebody and having on a certain color clothes. Later on, they found out that it wasn't me, and I I wasn't supposed to even be taken in and held that long, but I fit the description. I'm now sorry, but I'm put through this whole traumatic experience. It's just I'm sorry you fit the description. So they don't go through yeah, that like uh, that. Yeah, because a lot of us It may be resentment that we we're like, well, you don't have to go through like you said earlier. What I have to go through, so forget you. You're not really down like us, like us African Americans, you know. I, I think we wear our struggle like a badge of honor, you know, especially at this point where we we on the brinks of a renaissance, and the renaissance is something we'll talk about later. But I think uh-huh. we wear that shit like a badge of honor, and and as American culture becomes African American culture And everybody want to be down You know we like exactly. nigga, We don't want to share We don't want to share You know cause we, we had this shit Before it wasn't cool You know what I'm saying And we enjoyed exactly. it amongst ourselves Now everybody wants a piece And we kind of don't want to share But I think to bridge these gaps For all of us to unite In our African heritage And that's Fucking uh, Afro-Latinos That's Africans For all of us to unite in our African heritage And this is where I think Black Panther comes into play And this is why I digress from that High point where I was at Like let's talk about education In the black community And I digress and I digress to the point of Well let's unite And let's just unite at our African heritage And there's people who want in I know some African Latino cats who from Panama, who from Trinidad, who who want to be down with us, my nigga. But we like, get your Mexican uh, Spanish talking ass up out of here. You know what I'm saying? We we like, uh, you know, Jamaican cat, we like, Jamaican, we like, get your rude boy ass up out of here. We ain't trying to hear that bullshit <laughs> oxtail. Get the fuck out of here, curry goat. We ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how yeah. it is. And so, you know, but that's that's where I digress to, man. But, 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 that was, see, I didn't mean to even go that deep on that. So, Mike, because you haven't seen the movie, I feel like we need to ask you general questions. So, what what did you hear about and what do you feel about Killmonger, who is Michael B. Jordan's character? What was your takeaway just from what you've heard through the grapevine? Um, I actually don't have a, an opinion on him just yet. From from what I've seen, the, the, this is the character of Black Panther, right? No, no, that's the uh, the, the the villain. The villain. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I've actually not seen too much on that gentleman, so I couldn't really honestly give you a, a valid opinion on what, because, like I said, I'd have to sit down and actually see it because, you know, I want to give you an accurate assessment of what I talk about. I don't want to just kind of be blabbing out and trying to make something up. But um, like I said, for the most part, that movie definitely 
And you know what it did? I don't mean to switch uh, topics real quick, but it actually showed that a black uh, a superhero movie can gross mega money, and they don't have to worry about, oh, is this going to be something like Hooting Tang or some, some joke and not make a whole bunch of money. It blockbusters and made a lot of money. So now they're safe and comfortable in that zone, and we can do another one. You know, kind of like when Barack Obama was the president. They're like, oh, is he going to mess it up? Is he going to be having 40 ounces in the White House and all that? He did a great job for the most part. So now they're comfortable. Well, you know, we may be able to let another black person get in there, you know? So. Well, see, uh, I'm trying now, I'm trying to fall back because this whole conversation of Black Panther and blackness versus. The, the American culture, it all it all does something to me, man. Um, but I'm going to fuck with y'all for a second, and then I'm going to fall back because I, I'm going to fuck around and say too much. Before I fuck with y'all, though, before I fuck with y'all, I'm going to do this because... <laughs> because it's a, it's, a, it's a little thing I learned how to do. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's um, what's up. Now, here's the thing, and, and my bro touched on it uh, a second ago about the Renaissance. And, and I'm going to dig, I'm going to I'm fuck with y'all, and I'm going to fall back. Um, at this point in time, uh, Big Mike, you know what I mean? We got to spread the word that, you know, we, we got to prepare ourselves for a new age of the of the the American black man, we got to prepare ourselves for a new age. And it's not about this movie, but this movie's a part of what we've dubbed the Renaissance. Uh, Things are changing for black people, and we got to be able to recognize that change and um, live in that new space. So we got to drop this uh, this uh, proverbial white man. And let him go wherever he go and be brilliant and be beautiful on our own, regardless. Exactly. Through, through the through, through through the suffering, through the the years of generations of of slavery and and trying to be pulled down and diminished, we got to explode and be great because it's our time. This our time, and it's not gonna stop being our time. So if we if we don't grasp this then, you know what I mean, we're going to miss out because we stuck in a mind state that we don't need to be in anymore. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm, gonna, I'm on my way out. <laughs> Peace. Well, I don't think we can, uh, we can top that because you know what? You're right, Jay. Uh, the black man is going in a different place. I see it every day, uh, riding around the streets of Los Angeles, just interacting with different individuals. They're no longer the thugs of society. They want to get higher in, in education, get higher up on the chain of, of life tadpole in the workforce and whatnot. So uh, uh, the, the totem pole, I'm sorry, not tadpole, totem pole of the workforce. But we, we, we definitely have to help these youngsters knowing to come up what to expect, too, because – it's going to be some roadblocks out there. We can't just expect for everybody to say, okay, we accept you now that Barack was the president. We accept you guys now that you're not all, 
you know, everybody's trying to uh, make better uh, better uh, people out of themselves and not be the neighborhood thug and all that stuff. There's still going to be some people that stereotype you and try to start a roadblock for your your advancement. So you have to definitely be prepared when that moment comes. What do you think about that? Hey man, look, look, look. I'm a I'm a slightly turn away from all this deep shit and address one my the the worst part of the movie to me. Now I felt the movie was great. I felt the movie had some of the best visuals that I've ever seen. I mean the visual where they were falling down the vibranium mine and fighting made my my draw because I seen the shit in three D. And so my jaw was literally dropped at that visual when that was happening. These, both these Black Panther niggas was like scrapping while falling down a vibranium mine. And the visual of it was just insane, right? So it, the movie has some of the greatest visuals I've ever seen. But I'll say this. The nigga Black Panther had the trashest hands I've ever seen for a superhero in my life. The Black Panther overall himself, Black Panther himself was trash. Like, he was the trashiest superhero I ever seen. Like, the nigga didn't have no swag with the bitches. He couldn't pull the bitch. Then the nigga, like, got, Mike, the nigga got threw off a cliff. Black Panther basically died. They bought him back on some fluke shit. A fisherman found him somewhere. Michael B. Jordan put this nigga on his goddamn shoulders and threw his ass off a mountain and looked and turned around and said, that's y'all king? I would have been like, hell no, nigga, you the king. You just threw that nigga off a cliff. That nigga was trash, nigga. That Black Panther was trash, nigga. That nigga was weak. He couldn't pull no hole. And, uh, and Black Panther was just a weak-ass nigga overall. You asked me. I felt like out of all the superheroes, I mean, you talking about Iron Man and Logan and fucking uh, Iron uh, Batman, Superman, James Bond, everybody, Superman. I mean, even James Bond, a nigga who ain't even got no powers. He, he got the bitches on deck though. He at least can pull a bitch. <laughs> that's James Bond's main thing is pulling bitches. Black Panther yeah, couldn't even pull that's a bitch. Superpower.
you know what I'm saying? My nigga wasn't focused on that fight necessarily because he was feeling responsible for this, this black man being the way that he is. He was facing, you know, the consequence of his father's actions. And, and in a bigger, bigger sense, the consequences of all of the, the kings of Wakanda and the people's actions by not going and rescuing and showing the black people that were out in the world who they really are by not sticking up for them, not, by not rescuing them, but not, by not teaching them. So I'm going to say that he got through off a cliff. That happened. He got his ass whooped. But I believe, if you know, it's a fictional, but I think the, 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 the message there was, that nigga was fucked up behind this dishonorable thing that he's been a part of. Uh, I don't know. That I, I feel like that's baby reaching. I feel like that's baby reaching for for this nigga being trash all day. But uh, I think, and then, then you say he didn't get the bra. I don't think he watched the movie well enough because nigga, she was offering sex when they was going into the uh that first little uh casino or whatever in China, nigga, she was like offering to smash afterwards. Uh, like after the mission. So I don't know where you getting this from. I think you under a little bit of misconception. Um and then on top of that, he ended up getting her in the end and marrying her. They didn't have a wedding, but that was like what was happening. So I think you off there, bro. He did get the bra. Oh, I ain't saying he. I, don't, I ain't saying he didn't get her, but he didn't. He, the nigga didn't have no. He wasn't a G from the jump. You know what I mean? But that. But that's the beauty of the character, my nigga. Like it was He was vulnerable. Like he was a regular person. Like you know, Who like a vulnerable like, oh, superhero. Who you want a superhero? superhero? I do. Me. I don't know. I, I, I could, I fuck with it. I, I identify with him, my nigga. Like, just like when they was like, when they was all like, don't freeze up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the nigga the was fuck? just a regular nigga. Do Logan ever freeze up? Do no, Logan wild ass antimanium shit. This a real nigga right here. What's real about? And see, and that's what I mean. And then I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like. Damn, really, without his suit, you know, he ain't really shit, you know. Nah, and, nah and, and, you're missing it. You're missing okay. it, bro. You're missing it that the nigga, the nigga, the nigga himself is a, is a better adult person. Like, the nigga's thought process in the way that he, he respects the game, the honor, nigga. That's, like, what make him fresh. It was never about him being... Uh, some sort of kick-ass guy, as far as hands go, is is he's representing this conscious black man, this thoughtful black man, this honorable black man, this honorable le- leader. Let's take the black out of it. He's representing this 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 person, this king that they're morally sound. You know what I mean? That that they're strategic in their thought process and considerate. These are all things that make a great leader. So, so he also got threw off a cliff, and the bitches did. wasn't really on, and the bitches wasn't really on him like that. The hoes wasn't really on him, oh, and man. the nigga was known to freeze up. Now, Mike, let me ask you: Now, you heard both of us speak. 
You done heard both of us speak. Now, do this yeah. sound like a guy you really wanting to be like? Well, you know, depending on what angle you come at it from, because I myself am a pretty sound person, and I'm similar to the qualities that you guys speak of with this gentleman uh, as far as, you know, having sound decisions. <laughs> and and I, I, might not be the, I might not be the, I might not be the most. Oh, so, I mean, oh, I might not be the best person to ask for a reference for this, but, you know, if he's like you guys say he is, he's probably a pretty cool individual as far as, you know, you can't be extreme because, okay, put it like this. What if he was somebody like they added a, a, a Superman, but just he had a Black Panther suit on? Then you say it's too extreme because that's, come on, man, nobody could be, you know, Superman. He's Superman, Superman. Right. He can't be Superman. Right. You know, then right. it'd be too much. So, for him to be in the middle, he's not enough. It's like he has to be his own person. So him not having those hands, him being that, in your mind, the mediocre personality guy, is making him who he is, the Black Panther. Now, he's a superhero, but he's all, he's like more of a realistic superhero, kind of like Batman. Because, you know, Batman has all this stuff on his belt, but he's an actual person too, right? He doesn't have – he can't fly or block – like his suit's supposed to block bullets, but – if they pulled that mask off and shot him in the face, he's done, right? Now, yeah. now see, when you nerd out on this shit, when you nerd out on this shit, and I've, I've talked to comic nerds. Now, um, what's the nigga name? T'Challa is what Black Panther's name is. He's supposed mm. to be the fourth or fifth, the fourth or fifth most intelligent person in the world. Now, Bruce Wayne is also one of the top most intelligent people in the world. Like now, this is when you a comic nerd nigga, and the, this shit's known among. So this Black Panther nigga is supposed to be like a super smart ass nigga, along with uh-huh. Batman. Batman is also now Batman. His thing is I'm super rich and I'm super smart. You know, so I don't have no powers, but I can develop this type of technology on your ass. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Now, now Superman's a super nigga. That's that's a different thing. So, but even with the intelligence, now with Bruce Wayne and Batman, you get it. You like, okay, this nigga balling out, any any smart, smart never really came into play with this nigga. You know, now 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 let me now of course I play. This is me playing devil advocate against the mainstream nigga. What most niggas gonna say? This is all that is. So now when I come over to Juan's, to Eugene's side of the fence, I say, you know, okay, Black Panther allowed room for other characters to develop. So like the little sister has become one of the fan favorites. M'Baka has become one of the fan favorites because Black Panther left so much room for other people to develop. And then so now in the sequel, he can – you got so much room for him to come back and just kick ass. What he need to do is kick some ass, though, because he didn't kick a lot of ass. Now, I, I used to fucking love Blade. Like, Blade, nigga, I like Blade because Blade kicks ass. I like Steven Seagal in Out for Justice. Steven Seagal was kicking ass. Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon was kicking ass. So you got to kick yeah. some ass. Nigga didn't kick no ass like that, man. So if that's just, action just flick, that's I agree fact. with you. I agree with you. In an action flick, it must be lots of violence. You see, remember Steven Seagal, he's 
three minutes into the movie, he's breaking somebody's arm and pushing their kneecap in. And that's what we want to exactly. see. Wanna, oh. So you have to have that in action sequel. So, I mean, a, a, a movie, I'm sorry. That That's right. That's totally correct. Uh, or you know, now, I, I get all this vulnerable. I get all this vulnerability of the nigga and shit like that. I get it. But give me some ass kicking too now. Fuck all that. Yeah, that, that, well, that's, that's up to the people that made the movie to not in, include that. They, if they didn't include that, that just shows what we were talking about. They don't give us what we, we're supposed to, you know. You should have an action movie with a superhero and he's whooping people's ass. Lots of people's asses. I don't care if it's, you know, like, I, don't, I mean, movies like the Ninja Turtles, stupid shit like that, they, they still be whooping plenty of ass, you know? Exactly. 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 What you got to say, my nigga? Well, shit, I think it's a great opportunity to get the origin story in. You know, gave us a lot of backstory, so we can build on it. It's an opportunity to build up these other characters, which are going to be, uh, you know, uh, great in the next movies. They're going to be established. I think, you know, we can't want, we can't have it all in the first movie. You know, because you like now now. Superman, you can give it all because we all know Superman's story. You know, we all know Batman's story. But I think with, with T'Challa, Black Panther, you know, we had to get to know him. We got to see who he was, where he was from, how he became this way, his little struggle. True. Let's go forward to the next movie. You know, we get more ass kicking. We get more swag. We get more of that. But I think for, for what it is, as far as the genesis, I think it was good. I think it was great. I think I, I know a lot about him, and I know a lot about the, the, the supporting cast, the supporting characters. So, uh, that's me, what you want. Yeah. Let me ask yeah, you a so, question. So let me, when I, was Black Panther interdict, uh, introduced to us in that uh, Civil War? That's when he was introduced to us yeah. in the mainstream movie? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah they're basically Okay, so that's basically where we got a first taste of him, and then he came out. So they may be doing exactly what you're saying, giving us a taste of him. So because I wasn't familiar with him before Civil War, I wasn't. I can't, you know. There, no, um, nobody was. Nobody was. But let me ask this question to you, Eugene and Mike. You'll be able to chime in after, but this will be something you, you'll get because you you haven't seen the movie yet. But so. In the movie, there was a white man. Uh, he was um, a CIA agent for the United States, I believe. Um, long story short, the white man gets shot, and the Black Panther people take him back to Wakanda to heal him. White man is uh, ex-pilot for the Air Force in the United States Service. Um, basically, he ends up to some degree, saving the day, flying the Black Panther and them fucking little spacecraft, which looks very similar to what the X-Men used to ride in on the, car- on the cartoon. And um, mm-hmm. he saves the day by doing shooting some shit down or something, the white man. So, Eugene, yeah, they interjected a white man almost – now, if you think about his character – he didn't have to be there. He didn't have to. And they made him a hero. 
That was why the fuck <laughs> did they? Why did the? Why did they have to do it? Because the shit didn't the have to be brother. there. His, his character, his character was just it put in there. It didn't have to be there, man. That's um, true. So, so why did they have to do it, bro? Well, I, I think we we both know why they had to do it or why they did it, and I'm okay with it to a degree. Um, I understand why they did it, you know, because you white people. Are, I don't think it's that though, bro. I don't think it's that. Now you could do that if you want, but I don't think it's that. You know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, you know, it's more to it than that. But but look here, we, I don't know. Hold on. I don't know who this is, but I'm going to bring you in. I don't know who you are. I'm going to bring you in. I ain't going to give you no theme music until I figure out who you are. Um, bring them in, nigga. We take We'll bring you on in. Now, who the hell is this? This is what? You're on the shoot. Who is this? This is what? Muck? No, no, Wes. W-E-S. W-E-S, Wes, what's going on with you, partner? Oh, I just listened to the show, guys. Say it again. Are you going to start with the Black Panther movie? Yeah. What's your uh, quick question, and you guys may have covered it, but uh, what do you guys think? 10 out of 10? I mean, is it a decent movie to go see? Hey, Wes, hold on, Wes, hold on. Let let me talk to Wes. Wes, first of all, yeah, like my my boy say, Wes, have you seen the movie? I haven't. No. Okay, okay, Wes, you're a white guy, right? Yeah. Cool, cool, perfect. Okay, Wes, because we black dudes, Wes, and 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 I, and I want to ask you: Do you feel as a white man that you have to that you have to act like the movie's good regardless? Because I felt like as a black dude amongst my own people, I had I couldn't say nothing bad about the motherfucker. So I feel like Wes, I want to ask you as a white man, like, do you feel like you can critique the, if you go out to see the movie and you feel it sucks? Are you going to be willing to come on a platform and be like, yeah, that shit's whack? Or do are you yeah. do you feel like you have to yeah, appropriate to everyone else? <laughs> Yeah, of course. I mean, everyone has their own opinion. It doesn't really matter if you're white, black, purple, orange. Um, I mean, everyone kind of has their own opinion. And my son actually saw it. He um, and he loved it. He thought it was a badass movie. He said there's a ton. And I don't know much about the character of Black Panther. I until I know very little bit about it, guys. Um, but I love, you know, the superhero genre. Uh, movies, and so when I saw it, I was like, oh, I really want to see that. Yeah, but I, honestly, I haven't had a chance to even go see it, but to answer your question, if if I wasn't down for it, I, I'd be, I'd give a negative review. Because so, there's, you there's don't a... Feel, you don't know who I'm talking so, so, there's no social pressure in your eyes to not say anything negative about this movie that's obviously impacting the black community on scales you have to see as far as movies are concerned. No, no, I don't feel that pressure at all, man. I, there's a lot of movies that I absolutely love and there's other movies I absolutely hate and um, race doesn't really play, you know, play a card with me because I don't, I guess I don't see it that way. I don't see how 
you know, um, uh, what was it? Um, Boys in the Hood. Uh, with it, one greatest, one of the greatest movies ever, man. Hands down, one of the greatest movies ever. <clears throat> but I like all genres. Yeah. I mean, Tombstone. You can go down the list of movies that I love, but it's. I guess it's what entertains one of my me. Favorites. I don't know if I'm answering your question or not. Or... No, you're definitely uh, uh, answering it. It's just a, you know, and I'm glad you called because the so the the perception is right that white people feel like they can't say this movie sucks if they feel like it sucks because of the back the backlash from social media, basically. It's like oh, black okay. dudes are going to call you racist if you say the movie sucks. And I think that's fucking unfair. I think that's unfair. Yeah, I think it's unfair. It's kind of the society we live in now, though, guys. You know, you see it on social media, and everyone's a tough guy, and people over-project their opinions in social media a lot. And if you don't go with what I say, then your idea is stupid. You know, that's part of the problem with the fall of society is no one ever talks to each other anymore. You know, and it's you get that, you get into what I call dumb conversations about stuff like this. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. When, when you guys, when you guys agree at, at the end of the day, black, white, red, orange, yellow, we're all cousins. I mean, to some degree, and we're all just people, man. Um, I'm going to answer that question. I want to ask you this first. Wes, yeah, brother. what made you call into the show? <clears throat> oh, I was just going through. I do podcasting, too, and I was going through. I saw you guys were live, and um, I was looking at the title, and I was like, "Are they? T- I wonder if they're talking about that new movie, and I kind of want to see it. That's why I just popped on here. I apologize, guys. I don't, I don't mean to keep your time. No, I'm not no. with you. I'm having you. Now, has to, now to, to get back to what you were saying, I, now, see, I'm a person who I want to be cousins. You know, I, want, I definitely want to be cousins. Um, now, I don't, I'm not for sure, but I think that um, the media separates us or, or, or makes us feel like we're not cousins, that we're not a part of the, the human family. I think that that, that that propaganda war is still going on to separate us. So when I hear you say that, um, it's definitely uh, a plus. Definitely makes me feel a little better about the the, 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 the system because I feel like everybody is not not completely fooled here. So I definitely to to to, to speak to what you just said, uh, I agree. But the problem I think is is that. Um, there's not many people like you or I um, that feel that way. You know, I think more so uh, people feel like we're not cousins and we're damn near enemies. Yeah, well, and you know, it's funny when I, I hear that kind of stuff, and I hear it on both sides. You know, I hear it from African Americans. I hear it from uh, your white hillbillies. I hear it from. And it always kind of amazes me that there's no thought process at the end of the day because, uh, listen, you cut someone open, and we all got the same blood inside. We all got the same, um, 
And and so we really are cousins. I mean, I hate to break it to everyone. We are cousins to some, to some degree. Everyone is related. And I think if people looked yes, at it sir. with that mentality, I think that more – I think the world would be a better place if everyone kind of took that mentality of um, – like for me, I see a black guy – uh, that's homeless, or a, a white guy that sees a, uh, or a black guy that sees a white guy that's homeless, and immediately there's a strange, awkward fear. Instead of just walking up and saying, "How are you doing? Can I, can I get you some food? How are you, you know, are you okay?" And I just did that the other day when I was out on the streets. Gave the guy one of my nicest coats, but he needed it more than I did. And that's really what it's about, guys. You know, it's. The, the whole nonsense of blacks and whites and, um, you know, the Mexicans over there and um, all that nonsense, I, I think is going away. But I'm speaking, I'm speaking from white eyes. You know, I, I don't, yeah. anyone who says, you know, like blacks are treated differently, especially by the police and that they get treated the same and there's no problem. Well, they're delusional because they aren't treated the same. And anyone with a half a brain knows they're not being treated the same. But I hope as a generation starts yeah. to die off, we never have this conversation again as far as, um, you know, uh, white yes, black. Sir, West. And, you know. Yeah, West, brother, yeah. We, hold on, bro. Um, so, yeah, West, that's, we appreciate that, and that's very refreshing of you and, it's, it's very nice to know there's more people like us um, on other sides of the fence. And the, you, the exact things you say is how we feel, man. We go about our day and, you know, treat people who are less privileged just the same and want to help. Uh, but I, I will say, getting back, before we dive too deep into another topic, man, I will say, I mean, I'm going to tell you this since you haven't seen the movie. Black Panther didn't kick a lot of ass in the movie. So are you the type of guy that goes to your kind of your action flick and you want to see Steven Seagal bending people's fucking wrists back and, and, and kicking in knees? Or do you like a little nuance to a guy where you can see vulnerability? And do you like your, your villain? Do you like your villain completely insane like Joker where Joker just burned all the money? and didn't give a shit about the money? Or do you like your villain to have some reasoning for why he's such a villain and where you can empathize with why he's being a villain? What do you like in your action film? I kind of like almost everything you just said I kind of like, but there's different genres of movies. Are you guys a fan of Tombstone? Yes, yes. Classic, right? Classic movie? Yep. But... Mm -hmm. They made the bad guys have almost bigger personalities than the good guys. I mean, like Ike Clanton, he was just larger than yeah. life. But, you know, and and then you get someone Curly, like Doc Holliday. Don't forget about Curly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Curly. Yeah. Uh, who plays it? It's uh, Booth. Um, he passed away. But yeah, you got you got uh, what was his name? It's Wild Bill Curly, wasn't it? Or Curly yeah. Curly something. Curly, but curly then you get, something, you yeah. get Do- and then you get Doc Holliday, who, you know, he is a larger than life, and, and let's face it, he's the villain, but he plays a good guy and a bad guy. I just like when there's stories within stories within stories that build up a movie 
And some of the best movies can do that without so much violence. Um, hmm. Some can't. So I guess it depends yeah, on the movie. You know? I, like my villains. I like my villains to be fucking insane. I'm not, yeah. I, I never like my villains to be out of their minds. I, I, I like to feel like just the hero can die and the movie can be about the villain. And I wish I wish that someone would get that idea that this guy that everyone believes is going to make it, you know, only makes it to a quarter of the movie, and now all of a sudden the movie's about the villain who killed the nice guy. You know, I'm waiting for that movie. Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. And even when you're, the heroes are not necessarily heroes, and what I mean by that is like Wolverine, I mean, you know, Wolverine's yeah. really not yeah. a, a hero. A guy, he's a drinker. He's a, a little self-absorbed. But you love the character. You just love the character. You love his arrogance. Uh, and you love his... I, I, I disagree. I disagree now, Wes. Now, I'm not a huge Tombstone fan, so I couldn't jump in too deep. I know Val Kilmer was the guy. But now we talk about Wolverine. Wolverine is absolutely a hero. Now, is he the typical, uh, his, his, the typical uh, hero behavior? No. But Wolverine's coming to save the fucking day. Every time. Well, see, I, I think there's elements to it where obviously they understand human characteristic. And obviously we don't, and I don't know this to be true or not, but they know, I believe that they know, that we want to see the good guy prevail. For some reason, yeah. because if not, they they would have had a bad guy prevail long ago. So I think there's some some human innate sense that at the end of the the day, we want the good guy to prevail. And I think that we also like our our bad guy with some nuance, some complication to him. Like Logan, what a lot what DC does, I think that's Marvel. With, when they use the X-Men, the, it, what you see with each X-Men is that they have a, a relatable human past. So whether it be Gam, right. Gambit with his gambling addiction, whether it be Wolverine with all his past fucking human shit, they always lend some kind of um, vine for you to attach to with human trial and human um. But, but see, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, here's the thing. Now, if you if you go into to, to this to this thing wanting to touch the humanity in your characters, then I think Wolverine is the perfect superhero. West, I'm yeah. going back to you now, West, because I think you know it tells that full story. Because a superhero typically is this marvelous fucking character from the beginning to the end. This motherfucker spotless, you know, and, and he's just born super and good and faithful, you know what I'm saying? But people aren't like that, you know what I mean? People, a lot of people go from being terrible to good, right? And I think Wolverine is that per- that perfect uh, 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 per- per- projection of a fucked up person emotionally that yeah. has empathy for, for humanity, you know what I mean? And I think that yeah. I resonate with it because I'm fucked up, right? 
so, but I still love people in the midst of my fucked upness, Wes. You understand? So, so I, I, yeah. I, I, again, I think Wolverine is the picture perfect hero. Yeah. All right, everybody got quiet. So, but look here, Wes. You you turned out to be an excellent caller. We appreciate you calling, and I'm gonna give actually, you one. Where are you calling in from, Wes? What what state you calling in from? I'm actually calling in from uh, Washington State. Shit, Washington. so you're not dealing with none of this California rain. Oh, you guys are in California. Yeah, man, it was, it was in Cali and it's raining. That's just wild for us. We, we, yeah. rain, rain is so strange and unfamiliar to us. We wear fucking shorts and fucking tank tops in the rain, Wes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hear man. you. So what do hey, you guys do? Say that again? Oh, I was going to say, so what do you guys do your podcast on? Is it just reviews of movies and stuff? No, it's everything, man. Tonight we're doing a... Uh, Kind of, we were doing a roundtable, kind of letting people call in, talking about the Black Panther. But uh, the, the the show is actually a, a, a variety of things, man. Uh, current events, fucking emotions. We did a show on depression. I mean, just kind of whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Well, if you guys ever want to do a big show, let me know. Episode, though. What, what, uh, what's your show? Uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. One more time. It, the show is called Sasquatch Chronicles. Okay, you got you got to explain. It well, Sasquatch is another word for Bigfoot. Oh and shit! So, hold on, Wes. Hold on, Wes. Hold on, Wes. Hey, Wes, Wes, Wes. Hold on. Hold on, Wes. Yeah, man. I am a Bigfoot fanatic. I'm a Bigfoot fanatic. You know we just had a Bigfoot sighting here at Arrowhead, Arrowhead about two hours away from where we live in Los Angeles. I am a Bigfoot fanatic, dude. Oh, wow. You have to uh, hit me up after the show. Maybe I could have you on uh, my show. It's, it's, uh, it, it's a larger show, but people come on and just kind of share what happened to them, and they tell their story. I got a guy. I have him coming yeah. coming on tomorrow. He was actually attacked by one. Broke um, his cousins broke three of his ribs, and it's full on charge. These guys, and it's probably one of the most curious interviews I've. I mean, so, so you so you are you are fully convinced that there's some bigfoot shit running around out there. Absolutely. So, Wes, hey, Wes, let me ask you, are you aware of the new legislation that uh, Todd Standing is trying to pass to have the animal recognized as a, a species in uh, in Northern California? I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's going to pass. We talked about it. <laughs> I think it'll probably get thrown out of court. So my question, my my number one question. So I know this is so off topic of our show, but I gotta ask you yeah. while I got while I got you, because I have people, hunters, guys who I know who are hunters who have been way out there at Crystal Lake and way out there, and they you know they've had encounters. So my thing is this: 
we as we as a human race, we don't give a fuck about any animals. We will put a whale right. in a fish tank. We will put a condor in a cage. So we don't care about animals. Why don't we cage this thing? Why won't they let us know it exists? I don't think that they can be caged. And I think Sasquatch isn't what people think it is. Too. Uh, I was like your uh, your buddy there. Um, forgive me, I don't know everyone's name. Uh, that was yeah. skeptical, and I get I get that. I, I'm I'm so easy on skeptics because uh, before my own encounter, I I would have I've been right there with him, you know. And oh, sure. but once you see it, it came to here. So what was your encounter, Wes? Well, it's kind of a long your, one to tell. Your encounter. No, hold on, yeah. Wes. Wes, yeah. you got to still tell us why they won't cage it. you got to still tell us why they won't cage it. Well, they're hard to cage. They're hard to control. They're, you're talking about something that is, on average, between 8 and 10 feet tall, and it can right. weigh anywhere from 6 to um, 1,000 pounds. And you, if you want to get it into a cage, you're probably going to have to sedate it to actually get it into a cage. Yeah. Unless you want no to problem. take a bullet, start shooting kneecaps off. And um, right. the right. problem with sedating these creatures is that they have so much muscle, sometimes it's hard to get the dosage right. You know, it's not like trying to sedate a horse right. or trying to sedate You're talking apples and oranges. If you sedate so, something and it's not completely sedated all the way, let's say you misjudge the weight and you um, – well, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I, I had a guy on the show, um, and his mother worked for the DNR office, and she would go out if, like, a horse has got hit on the road or um, they would call her. She was a vet. She would go out there and take care of them and do whatever she had to do. Well, she got a call one night – for a guy that hit a gorilla on a in a uh, snowplow, and he um, cops show up, she shows up, and it's still laying there right on the sidewalk, and it's mo- kind of moaning, and 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 the, and the lady's like, "Well, I'll try and sedate it. I I don't know that I have the correct stuff to sedate an animal this big." Are you there, Wes? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I don't know if you guys were talking or anyway, long story no, short, no, guys, no, I'll no, give no. you the very short version of it. But um she didn't know exactly how much to sedate it because she was trying to figure out the weight of this creature laying and moaning in pain. So she hits it with uh, a large dose, more than she should have. And it's still crawling around in pain, moaning, it can't get up. And so the state patrol officer goes, go ahead, go ahead and um, over-sedate it and kill it and put it out of its misery. So she did. She walked over there with enough sedation <laughs> to stop the heart of this animal. <laughs> Sorry, guys, fighting an allergy. Um, she had enough, and she hit it, and it was supposed to kill this animal. Pretty soon, animal gets up and takes off running. 
And so it's like, hmm. it's a lot harder to get one of these things in a cage than you think. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I think that they should take them alive. But I think it's easier to well, kill Wes, them. Here's my... And probably a lot of lives will be lost, too. Here, here's my thing, Wes. We we have things like thermal sighting, thermal heating. Capturing and sedating one of these things is not a problem. We could capture a fucking whale. We capture eagles. We capture – capturing it's not a problem. Capturing anything for the United States government is not a problem. Okay? That's just – that's not the problem. So my question becomes why? Why won't they let us know it exists? They know it exists. You know that. So why won't they let us know it exists? So all that I could theorize from that – so so two things that are um, – Believable for me. One, people say the paper industry, meaning all the red, the, the trees there. So if it's known as a um, a species that that uses those trees for its habitat, people will start to protest the trees being cut. That's a thing. Oh, that that's plausible. My thing though, because I know as humans and as United States government, we don't give a fuck, man. We put whales that swim thousands of miles in a fish tank. We put condors that need to that fly thousands of miles in the sky in a fucking cage. So we don't right. care. So my thing is this. I, I almost start to believe like is this some half man, half thing that they created and don't want to let us know they did? Is this is this the last of the Neanderthal? Because urban myth, there's some urgent urban legend about that, you know. So I I I tend to believe it, it's some perversion of the human race. Because other than that, because capturing is not the thing, Wes. Just the United States government we're talking about here. They found yeah, Saddam they Hussein have, yeah. in a hole in a fucking sewer in in Iraq somewhere allegedly. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You tell me. I'm sure you're more versed well, than I. Well, I think you got to look at it too. Going back to your argument about the timber, what about the bears in the area, or cougars? Mm-hmm. If they're so worried about yeah. knocking down habitat, there's more than just Sasquatch out there. <clears throat> there's other animals out yeah. there. So the the lumber industry goes out the window with with me. I don't. Plus, I don't think the the lumber industry has that much pull to cover things up. I've talked to guys in the lumber industry and they keep a record of every time they run into this thing. They actually have a log book. And um, mm. there's one here in Washington State. They actually have a secret little log book and they record every interaction with these things. And the reason they're doing that is for when it does come out, they ha- they can go, look, we've been running into these things for the last 80 years. Here's their log book. And we've, you know, there's been no danger. You know, they'll spin it however they want to spin it to um, keep the the lumber industry going. But I don't think it's the lumber industry. I think this is one of those topics where you ever pull a thread out of a sweater and then it just mm-hmm. falls apart? Well, yeah. the day they recognize Sasquatch will be the day that they recognize about five other things people are going to be very uncomfortable about. And I think it's all going to come out at once. Um, what these things are along. I, I think the world's about to get very strange, if you want my opinion. And I think that is the main reason for the cover up because a lot of the 
same tactics they use in the Bigfoot world, they use those exact same tactics in um, the UFO world and in um, some of these other paranormal. They use the same bully tactics that they do. Now, that makes you got to wonder a little bit. I had a guy who just, I'll tell you the short version. (laughs) Talking about cover-up. These two guys were attacked. And you guys, if you guys listen to the show, you'll hear this show tomorrow. These two guys were attacked by this creature. They have probably some of the best descriptions I've, I've ever heard out of 400 and some odd shows. Hands down, probably some of the best descriptions I've ever heard. And um, he, the creature had actually bum-rushed them and hit his cousin. <clears throat> and I, I, I don't know if it was trying to do a bluff charge and then at the very end was like, screw it, he's going down. But it broke four of his ribs, and he was in really bad shape. And he fell down the edge of this little cliff. <laughs> and as he's down there, trying to help his cousin, it picks up a log, three, 400-pound log, and throws it right at the guy. And misses. Mm. It actually hits the tree. So they get in the boat, call 911. <laughs> And they are heading to shore. They get to shore, and <coughs> excuse me, guys, I'm fighting allergies tonight. I'm really not a coughaholic, but uh, <laughs> they get to shore. There's like a, a state trooper there, a DNR officer there, and a park ranger there, and they're pulling these guys aside. How much are you guys drinking? This is obviously a boating accident. <coughs> So they separate them, and both guys tell the exact same story. So they bring the guys back and say, listen, we're going to write this up as a terror attack. And the guy goes, you know, I think he's like in his 50s. He's like, I've been around the block several times. Look at him. There's no claw marks. His clothes aren't ripped. He obviously wasn't fighting off a bear, and he actually had blood coming out of his mouth from his broken ribs. And so they got in the hospital, got in the ambulance, <clears throat> went to the hospital, and got another visit while they were in the hospital. Guy saying, "Well, you guys saw a bear, saw a bear. It was a bear," and they're adamant. Yep. They're like, "It was not a bear." Well, he uh, called um, a couple days later because he needs his insurance paperwork because the insurance company said they never got it. He wants to make sure his bill gets paid calls the hospital, and there's no record of those guys ever being there. It's wiped out. Yeah. And one, they spent like two yep. days there. And it's all wiped out, and then <coughs> they pulled them both back into another room. This was, um, I don't remember if it was the courthouse or, anyway, they pulled them blood back in another room. And uh, basically told him again, hey, leave this alone. You guys saw a bear, leave this at. Well, they refused. One guy has got an IRS tax audit. His bank account's froze now. The other guy's being brought up on all these bogus charges. And it's just kind of their way of saying F you. Now, if this was just nothing more than a monkey that attacked this guy, why not bring it out and tell people about it? You know what I mean? If that's all yeah. it is. Yeah, Wes. So, Wes, yeah, man. So, we're going to get back to the show, man. But 
Let us know your um, yes. your podcast again, and we'll definitely catch up with you. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's Stack Chronicles. I enjoyed it. I apologize for uh, taking too much of the show, but uh, if you want to put me on mute, I'll I'll listen to the rest. Thank you, Wes. Hey, man, I'm going to be checking in because I'm a Bigfoot fanatic, man. I try to tell all my friends, and they want, they don't want to hear it. But uh, thanks for calling. Appreciate it, Wes. That's for West. That's for West. That one yeah. was for West. That one's for West. West, you were uh, you got heavy into your Sasquatch shit, man. But uh, I fucks with you. I don't believe a goddamn thing about that wild shit. Uh, <laughs> the the you, the you smart ass Americans can't. You can figure out every goddamn thing. Now here's the thing, West. I don't believe it because these smart-ass Americans, they figure out all sorts of shit. They know how hot the goddamn sun is. Now, you can't catch mm. one of these motherfuckers in the bushes, but you could tell me how far the moon is, where the fuck Saturn and the rings around Saturn, but you can't catch one of these son of a bitches in the goddamn uh, woods. See, West, that type of shit, I can't fuck with it. But, West, thank you. We appreciate it. You were our first organic caller. Did I say organic? Is that right? Yeah, Whatever you said the fuck. organic. You said okay, organic. you are our first organic caller, Wes, and we appreciate you, man. And one more time for Wes. Wes, this is what we give everybody we fuck with. That was for you, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, we, we lost Big Mike. He uh, His phone was dying. But, uh, Big Mike, thank you, sir, for calling. Uh, you know, you, you, your presence is always a, a welcome situation. Kind of forever, man. I think uh, we, we got way the fuck off, but I knew that was about to happen uh, when this whole Sasquatch shit popped up because my, my cat is a heavy Sasquatch man. And, um, you know, so I get it. I know he was going to go there. But the but the, the wrap-up on the, on the Wakanda Black Panther, uh, I just want to – I think that the point – that I think is poignant here, and 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 shout out shout out to everybody listening. Y'all don't know that I'm drunk as shit right now, and that's kind of where I'll be throughout the show. Um, but I think the, the the thing for me that that that's that's important about Black Panther and the reception it's had, I think that it's the impact um, is a positive one, and I and I'm I'm, I'm taking all wins. I take all Ws because we haven't had very many. And, and and I think it's important for us not to uh, fucking treat this like the second coming of Christ, but to definitely respect it and let it do what it do. You know what I mean? Let it do what Superman do for the white kids. It, you know, it's not something to hang our, 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 our civil rights uh, fucking banner on, but it's a dope thing. Um, it's a positive uh perspective of a black people and let's let's let it be that jay yeah man squash shit man you didn't let west get you in the sasquatch shit fuck with me now yeah i'm i'm back wakanda forever wakanda forever but, um, <laughs> you know uh I'll, I'll say this man and i'm gonna play some devil's ass here because when i was grumpy old man initially and i wasn't trying to fuck around 
where we are now is what I feared or what I didn't want to happen because you know what? There's nothing but money that has been made, and the daishikis are back in the closet. The spears <laughs> are back. The spears are back in the closet, and Chadwick Boseman made, I believe, eight hundred and fifty fucking thousand dollars for this film. Wow, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Let me say this before you go too deep. Before you go too deep, the white cat Chris, I don't know his last name made less for fucking Captain America. So before you go too deep, you got to consider that. That first Captain America, he ain't make shit neither. Yeah, but how much did the Captain America make? Right, but they sign up, they get their money up in the front end. You know, regardless of the movie sucked, he would have still made the 800. I got it, but they, they, they understood the projections for this. Only person didn't know was Chadrick. You think it came out in February in Black History Month, uh, coincidentally? Of course, I it get didn't. it. I, I get it. But you know, expectations was high, were high for Captain America too. So all I'm saying, I don't want to argue you down. I get it. Now, now, if Wes, if you're still listening, and I can see that you're still there, uh, Jay sometimes get on this white man shit. So don't 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 be offended or anything. But let me tell you, uh, if if the white cat may crumbs and, and and Captain America was, was projected to do great things, which it did. Um, obviously not as great as Black Panther, but it did what it did. Uh, I don't know if we can go down this road about the lead actor and the money that he made and make it a, cause he's black fake. Well, I first need to know how much, I don't know if we're talking about Chris Hemingsworth. Is that who we're talking about? Uh, I, I think, think that's Chris Thor. Hemsworth, that's, that's Thor. Okay, so we're talking about whoever did Captain America. Chris something. Uh, shit. Okay. I don't know. I feel like pointless, I feel regardless. Like... Yeah. Pointless. Pointless of the man's name. Um, I think Captain America's a, a far lower profile movie. So this, that's no, 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 well, no, no. So this is Captain is fucking America. Oh no, no. Come no. on now. This is Captain America. That. That's easy sell. That's an easy uh, sell. Let you me know, see. and it's Marvel. It's a, yeah, look it up. But it's Marvel. It's an easy sale. That's it. Lower profile, and the budget for the film is also lower. I, I I assume all those things. But point being, man, and and it's regardless, you know, who made what money. My point is, the Daishikis are back in the closet. The Spears <laughs> are back in the closet. And what 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 what's happening now? You tell me. What's happening now? Well, first of Nothing. all, what are we, what are we, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, partner. Uh, we, we, are, we are, are we even a month out? And, 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 and furthermore, what the fuck is supposed to happen? It's a goddamn movie. Now, we, we, we understand the, 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 the point of it. It's great. It's great for kids and it's great for the symbol, so, symbolism so and kid, all that. But what, what's your kid, is your kid still living off of it? Are they yeah, still feeling proud to be some type of African shit? See, but it's not even that for them, dog. It's just a superhero movie. But the the difference is, is it's a superhero that look like them, all right, in whatever way that works. 
I, I, what is the fucking what is up. exactly? So what is it supposed to do? It's not supposed to do like this great earth shattering life changing thing, but it does what any great movie does. It, it, it impacts lives and inspires people. It's a good entertainment. Whatever the fuck it, great movies do. Did it impact lives and inspire people? Of course, that's what movies do. Really? Just because just because it's like you know, I, I believe. I'll tell you this. I know for certain in 10 years, it's going to be some kid that grew up like, yeah, when I seen Black Panther that made me want to do this or that. Of course, that's what shit does when it's epic. Oh, wow. But, that's that's very romantic of you. Oh, my that's goodness. Very romantic. <laughs> so, what, like, what? I don't I don't really get it. What, so, what? Like, so, I don't, so, I don't so, get so, it. Okay, let me explain. So, when I seen all my people wanting to, being excited about something, where we were willing to come out of our homes, let's see, in the black community is not a lot of things that brings us out of our homes. And mm-hmm. that's why we reference back to 2008, where the last thing that brought us out in such masses was Barack Obama. So, before, and, and, you know what, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to allow anybody to tell me I'm wrong about this because I've been allowed, allowing people to tell me I'm wrong and di- digressing. But, see, now we got, the, we got the month out now. And I said, so, damn, am I wrong for feeling like we just coming out for a fucking movie that in a month's time will just had been a movie? And Warner Brothers or Paramount or Sony, whatever – film production company will take in the billions and that'll be just about it because that's, but how that's not what happens for every movie okay so so then my thing was then if 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 we gonna start uniting if we gonna have a can we do it over something a little more beneficial to the community overall but i guess that's asking too much that's uh, stupid well see now hold on you know, because you're doing two different types of math, and I understand what you're saying, but that part is what it is. The movie, the what it made, and who it got rich, that's a separate thing. The, the Whatever the impact ends up being doesn't have anything to do with that. You know what I mean? You you want, it, you want that, and you want the next thing, and the next thing. I get it, but um, that shit's already solidified. So what we're talking about is, just like a, a Batman flick or just like whatever flick that's good. The difference is, is this is a superhero hero. This is a character that can be on the black kid's birthday cake dog. And whatever the fuck that does for a kid, it's going to do that. And that's enough. That's good. The social and, and point. The, the thing is, I don't think that has a lot of value. I think it has a lot of romance to it. I think and that's like you. But that's you. But you're you're also that that. But that's you. But you you are one person, and a lot of things you feel are romanticized that aren't mm-hmm. to everybody else. And just like a lot of things, I feel like are deep or romantic or uh, to everyone else. So we can't make this this a uh, the, the 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 blanketed statement that. The value See, is not worth it. Every time we have it. a debate about something, you always want to make it about each and everybody's opinion. You, we can never have no conversation if we're going to take everybody into account. 
I always go back to the reason why you're the dad at your house is because you have more sounder reasoning than the children there. So in in conversation, we can't be like, well, everybody doesn't feel like, and everybody, because we can't speak for every dumbass on earth. You know what I mean? We can't just let every dumbass have an opinion and that be something we need to consider because then we'd be pretty fucked. So we need, we need to gather the smart people and come to some conclusion here, and that's what you should do. But you would love to use okay. everybody's so, opinion. So, about shit. so, so, because okay. First of all, dog, listen. The the first the 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 point I'm making. Damn. Okay. Um, the point I'm making is simply this. And before I make my point, uh, Chris, uh, what is his name? Uh, Evans, I think. Chris Evans. Uh, he didn't really start getting. Get no dough to a, a civil war, which he got. Uh, where the fuck is his money at? He got six point nine million. Um, the first one he got seven hundred. Yeah, the, that's the like the civil war when he only got six point nine million, and the first one he got uh seven hundred thousand, and the budget for that first Captain America was one hundred and sixty thousand uh one hundred and sixty million dollars forty million dollars less than uh fucking black panther so Black Panther got paid more, and his movie had uh a bigger budget so now this is this is this is what i'm saying oh, Lord. it's Go it's ahead, man. Well, what you want? That's what the fuck the numbers are. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ! I'm saying so. You can't turn it into a black and white thing. You can't turn it into a black and white thing. We talking about also profile goes into it. Oh my goodness! Neither one of these motherfuckers was huge. It don't. It don't matter, man. It don't matter. (sighs) No, the movie profile. The movie profile. Black Panther is gonna be the biggest movie this year. Sure, yes it is. Uh, oh, but the, but but they damn near spent the, the same amount of money on they spent damn near the same amount of money on Captain America, the first one, as the first Black Panther. The white actor that was the lead, which is Captain Fucking America, got paid less than the black actor, which is the lead of Black Panther. I'm just saying it's hard to make this a racial issue. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead, man. I right, go ahead. What what's your point though? Well, that was a whole different thing. So what I'm saying, as far as the as the the movie goes and the the impact of the movie on the black community, it's the same impact that fucking Superman is on the white community, and that's all it needs to be. What as far as that's concerned, so we're not looking for like some social economic change because this movie came out. But the, 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 the thing that's cool about it is your fucking black kid can have this motherfucker on his cake, whatever that means. Okay. So that's like a real tangible thing that happens when you have a black superhero, just like it's a tangible thing when a white kid says, I'm Superman and he has Superman on his shit. And whatever that, does whatever that inspires, whatever that motivates in a kid, that is what this shit did. And for that, I'm sure it's great. That's my yeah. point. And so, oh, fine, have your point. My point is this. 
if we going to come out in droves and spend our fucking money on something, let's do it for something that actually has more worth than something you can't even put a finger on that has a word. And what you're using for that thing is oh, whatever it does. You know, I don't know, you know what it does because I, I didn't have a, a black superhero on my cake. So I, I don't know no, what that there's does. There's no name for what it does. There's no name for what it does. That's why you don't know. Come but on, then, man. So that means why do people pay fucking millions of dollars for a commercial during a Super Bowl? Like, you don't think advertisement works? You don't think that shit gets in the people's head when they see something and they, they identify with it, they, it resonates with them? Dog, they're not paying all this money money because that shit doesn't work. Yeah, so, they're, they're selling something, bro. They're selling. At the exactly. So, so why do you think – okay, so all what these fucking – like okay, let me t- – let's, let's talk – so – 12 Years a Slave and all the other slave fucking movies, you don't think that has a negative impact on the black people? A negative impact on black people? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I'll give you some of that. Okay. So all I'm saying is the worst in this is it's something that's positive. That's the worst. Whatever that does being a positive representation of black people is great. It don't have to change all the white and people into non-racist. It doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? And whatever what I'm saying, that and thing I get all is, that. is great. I, I call that romance, though. I, that's what I call romance. Because the shit is just something that it's like fuck, it's like Valentine's Day or something, man. It's like, but if there's things we can actually, if we're going to put um, uh, $500 million of African-American dollars in the United States into something, can it be a little something more solid and tangible than this romantic sentiment of I can put my uh, black uh, fucking black character on a cake? I mean, sure it can I, I, be. I get it though, but I get it. I get it. I get it. But my whole fear was a month later we'd be left with we seen a movie and it was cool and bam, we just moving, you know, and that's what uh, it was. But, that, but, but that's I, the natural we, that's, that's the natural, natural progression. Course. Like what the fuck so, else was so it supposed to be? What I'm asking too much is what I'm asking too much because it seems like it's it's, it's, it's not that it's too much. You know what I mean? It's definitely not that it's too much. But the thing is, is that you niggas act like this, too this, much. No, this, but this happened. So you, you like, can we take these dollars and redistribute them in these places? Sure, that's great. This was something that was interesting. This was entertainment. This is what we chose to go do. Just like, and we not. First of all, black people are fucking what point six point. Some shit, 1.5, of the fucking uh, people in America. So, uh, obviously, these aren't all black dollars, brother. These aren't even half of black dollars. So, what I'm saying is, yes, we went out to see this movie because this was a, a, a representation on the screen, all black cast uh, for the most part. We went out to see it. We paid to see it. The impact is the impact these sort of movies have, right? It's a positive one. 
And, and that's it. It is. It's not a game changer, but then it is a game changer because you 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 start to have this this these representations of non-slave movies, of non-struggle movies. That shit's great. That's great. I'll take Whether, it. I'll yeah, take it. So, so let's I'll, rock. I'll take it and I'll, But unlike so like most of you, and this is what the conversation started as. And I asked Wes when he first came in. I said, Wes. It don't seem black people allow anyone to critique this movie. We, we, as a black man like myself who has a slightly different opinion than you and the rest of, because most other black people are saying what you, you what you're saying. Because um, we are, yeah. Y'all are real. Y'all the real. Because <laughs> we black. But, um, That's what I was gonna say. Because yeah, we, we black you know, and we black. saying black and, uh, shit. I'm black too, but I, I'll kind of for slightly. And, and me asking for slightly more, I'm not going to allow myself to feel uh, bad because I want more. And I, and I ask for if, if can if, if fucking Farrakhan or anybody, I don't even know who you want to use these days, were to say, hey, black people, let's come on down and let's talk about this, that, or the other, and how we can improve our children's education. We not coming. But see, this uh, goes back into the conversation we've already had, Jay. We've already talked about this. This is how it works with us. Dog, we see yeah. some some something positive happens in the in black world. And then, you know, as a sect of us that are we fuck with it, we all excited. Then there's this other second sect of us that, that you know, we, we have all of these negative shits to say about it, but we're not going to do this great thing that we say should have been done. You know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. just the, the constant we struggle. Ain't gonna do it. Well, we ain't going to do it while we're saying we ain't going to do it. But You know what we should do, Jay? Yeah. Next show. This is beautiful, I, man. <laughs> I think ahead. we should go ahead and dedicate a show to doing, like, some better black shit. Hey, we got we, – we're about out of time, man. Uh, thank you for everybody who called up Big Mike. We love you. Wes, our first official organic caller. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, heavy-handed Jay, you my nigga, always and forever. And we'll catch all y'all, uh, fuck, probably tomorrow, man. Y'all be good. Cool.